Hello and welcome to the latest My Tunes podcast with me, Mark Tiley, on manxradio.com. Unfortunately, I was off ill at the time of recording this, so we had to do it over Zoom. So apologies in advance for some of the sound quality, but do stay with it because David Dawson is an amazing guest. Mark Tiley, the nation's station. Before we get stuck into the detail about my guest's glittering career, David Dawson, I just want to say thank you on behalf of the thousands of people who absolutely, well, I think sort of gaped in awe as well as thoroughly enjoyed Hunchback of the Gaiety. It was... (laughs) It was exceptional, David. Thank you. <laughs> well, well, thank you to to the, the the many thousands of people who who came to support and watch. I think uh, you know that's that's why theatre is thriving on the Isle of Man for because of that support. So, thank you. <laughs> well, it, we'll talk a lot about that. I'd like to talk about that a lot a little later in the week. But I want to go back because I've been digging around trying to find out how you got all into the dramatic world. I know you went to university, but I'm thinking it may have started before then. Well, it did. It uh, it bit me at a very, very young age. I, um, I, I enjoyed... I don't know why, but I, I enjoyed kind of being in the spotlight. I was probably those really annoying children who, you know, look at me, look at me, look what I can do kind of thing. And um, I can distinctly remember my very, very first performance role was um, in play school, I think, at the time when I played Frosty the Snowman uh, in, a, in a Christmas concert. And that's where it set off. You know, that's a big, that was the big high ride of it, you know. Um, and I think I I think I can still remember, I think my, my, my darling mother uh, taught me all the words. And then I, I didn't sing them. I just stood there and did some movement. And um, bless her, she did all that effort. But I think it's paid off now, at least. I think she's uh, proud of me now. <laughs> and where were you growing up? Well, it was on the island. I was uh, I was born here. Uh, my father's actually from uh, originally from Oldham, uh, and he came over on his holidays. And uh, luckily for me, uh, my brother met met mum on a holiday. They they did a long distance romance, and um, and then they eventually my father moved here, and uh, we were the consequences so uh, of that. So, um, but yeah, I've, uh, I I love the island. Um, I think we're very lucky. I kept saying this when we were in we were doing Hunchback, uh, and we, you know, to have a theatre like the Gaiety Theatre um, is something very special, and it's something that I think a lot of people still don't really understand how how lucky we are to have a, a building like that um, on on such a small island. When you could go over to the UK and and struggle to find somewhere like that outside of London, um, so that's special. Absolutely, it's it's quite funny actually saying that. Only a couple of days ago, somebody posted on Facebook just a picture of the Gaiety in the sunshine looking magnificent and just saying aren't we lucky <laughs> exactly exactly it is i mean it's it's fantastic and you know and i suppose it goes back to you know we were very lucky that we were the the hotspot tourism um at the time you know over 100 years ago now and uh, we've still kind of kept some of the remarkable buildings from that and um you know i think that is why theater is so strong when you get to perform in the, in the gaiety you know it's special and um it, it, it has always got a special place in my heart, um, and I think you you just you go there and you get wrapped up and you just get taken away. Um, I I remember watching 
um, one of my first shows I saw at the Gaiety was uh, Singing in the Rain. And it was starring David Artis, Gary Chettle and, and Sarah Holland. And I, I'm, I was quite young at the time, but I remember just thinking these people were, were superstars. And um, I was blown away. My, my parents worked in, they, they ran a little post office in Douglas. Um, and I remember my mum telling me that Gary Chettle used to come into to the shop. Um, so I, I waited one day on a stool, um, sat there waiting, watching, waiting for him to arrive because he seemed to be such a big star. And then you know you work with them, and and it's they they laugh. Gary laughs at that that story because of course we've obviously done an awful lot um, now. He's still a big star in my eyes, but there you go. <laughs> Let's have your first choice of music. I can't imagine what what we got in store, but I know it's going to be good. Take well, a- Take us through the first one. You made us, I have to say, it was a very tricky tricky choices, uh, but these are my chilled out, these are my happy go-to songs, and um, I have a little bit of a crush still to this day on Michelle Phillips, so um, this is Mamas and Papas, California Dreaming. All the leaves are Today on MyTunes, we're going to take my guest from uh, Frosty the Snowman off to university (laughs) for what I would imagine, David Dawson, was a big step for you, the university training. It was, it was. Um, I I wasn't sure at the time. I I didn't know if I I wanted to leave the island. Um, 
I, I was very settled uh, as, as you can be, and um, you know my friends and family here, and, and certainly the theatre was here, and that was kind of like a, a big step. Um, but I went to Chester, and I absolutely fell in love with it, and um, it was it was a beautiful place, a beautiful university, um, and actually it was a it was a good eye opener. I, I didn't know where which way to go. I knew I wanted to be looking at, at the arts and theatre um, specifically. But I didn't know exactly which area because there's a massive area there, and, and I don't think people realise that you could go to drama school and you can learn to improve your performance. Or if you wanted to look at university, there's there's lots of different areas. So I actually looked towards the studies side of it. So I did uh, drama and theatre studies, and it kind of opened my world. I was so used to um, musical theatre being effectively the only form of theatre I I knew really, apart from plays, because that that is what the Isle of Man uh, kind of had. Um, and I went there and I remember seeing some really off the wall stuff. And at first I thought, well, what's this? You know, what is this? Um, and this isn't theatre, you know, very immature kind of young mind of, oh, I don't, I don't like this. And But actually I, I fell in love with some of it and I could appreciate it. And I think that was the biggest thing. And that's that's probably actually helped me get to where I am. It's more the ability to go in and research and look at different things, um, which has kind of helped me. Um, kind of get to where I am now, I think. I was going to say, because the whole uh, world of drama and all that goes on in front and behind is very much a complete part of your life with your work as well. Yeah, so um, I'm very, very lucky to to do work in in where I love. I, in fact, I, I I kind of do jokingly say I never I've never worked a day in my life in a sense because I do love it. And I'm I'm down at King William's College. I was I was asked to run the theatre there, um, and that was seven years ago now. And it's gone in the blink of an eye, and it's been it has been the best seven years um, of my life. It's been wonderful. Um, I have an amazing head of department for drama with Claire Singleton, and um, we just work so well together. She's a super talent herself. She's worked down in the West End on areas on costume and areas like that. So she's great knowledge. And um, it was a challenge. It was it was a great ability to go, okay, well, we're going to try and build this this theatre up for the community as well. Uh, and it really was when I arrived a, a bit of a just a shell. And, um, you know, the principal at the time said, you know, we want to try and make this something for, for the people. And I think we've got there with it. Um, but it, it means, I'm you know, day in, day out, I'm, I'm there um, trying to promote, work with the students, uh, work with the community element side of things. And it has been an absolute joy. Uh, I, I, I'm very, very lucky, very lucky. And then I also have dipped in with the uh, Kensington Arts Centre. So kind of uh, I, I keep myself busy. And uh, after I'd finished work at, at uh, King Bill's, uh, I'd head down and, and be working now it was with Fiona Haller now it's with the fantastic Peter Shimon uh, and I've been working there on the the National Theatre Connections programs for the past four four five years now so um, that's again going very well but it keeps me out of mischief keeps me going you know <laughs> now b- before we launch into t- today's tune I want to ask you a question that's going to set up tomorrow's part oh, okay. of this because I'm going to ask you a very straightforward question which is the best for you directing or being on stage oh oh mark um i i would never give up my performing on stage because there is just something about having an audience in the palm of your hand literally just that focus and and guiding people through um i absolutely love it however it, on a, that's that's the kind of ego side and that's the very kind of me side but actually one of the best things is seeing people develop and I think that's one of my strengths is I think as a director I think I can get the best 
uh, out of people. Um, and and I love that. I said um, recently worked with you know Ian Dixon on the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Now I went to school with Ian, uh, and I said to him I, I, uh, during one of the shows, I just I just turned and said, Look, I'm so proud of you because he's just he produced such a fantastic performance. And you know, five years ago, ten years ago, Ian and he would say this himself. He would probably would be known for his singing voice, but people would probably not expect him to be an actor or see him as an actor. And I think now he's just you know blown that out the wall. It's amazing. Uh, fair comment. We'll dig in a lot more tomorrow to both of those disciplines. But let's have today's music. What's it going to be? Uh, well, this is one of my brilliant because I love the brass section on this. Um, so this is uh, Son of Preacher Man uh, by the wonderful Dusty Springfield. <laughs> Yesterday, with my guest, uh, David Dawson, on my tunes, I asked him about being a director and being on stage and performing, and he hedged his bets beautifully. Actually, he didn't. You, I think, I think you, you really gave us an insight into where you are with it all. But I'm going to suggest to you, having just finished reading all about me, Mel Brooks's book, <laughs> keeping a foot in both camps is probably the right thing to do, just like Mel. 
Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. I think you've got to be careful. I don't think you've got to be... You can't become too good off stage that people need you there and you therefore can't get back on stage. Um, but uh, yeah, it's the best way to go. It's best of both worlds. And, um, you know, I've got a lot of uh, direction coming up for a lot of shows. We've got Once, the musical, at the uh, the end of August, which is a beautiful musical, probably one of my favourites. Beautiful musical. And then, um, you know, we're doing the, the Moana Junior, so we've got the, the, the children involved again to get them back on the Gaty stage after such a break with covid um so yeah but i think next year maybe back on stage i think it's time it's been quite a while i'm just going to ask you have you read mel brooks's book yet no, I haven't. Now, I, I do love Mel Brooks as well. Obviously, we worked uh, an awful lot with the producers a few years back, and next year is Young Frankenstein at the Gaiety as well. So, um, But it is it is one I need to pick up, I think. It definitely is, because as you were Leo Bloom... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And, and a fantastic Leo Bloom, I might add. Marvellous. Well, thank um, you. It, it's, it's a must-read. I just kept thinking, but when I was doing some work before we sat down and did this, I thought... I'm seeing so many, so many, um, I don't know, parallels here between the, the two people. <laughs> Fascinating work. You, let's go back. Six productions I've read somewhere. You've got ongoing this year. Yes, it's it's been very busy. So we've just completed The Hunchback of Notre Dame. It's a great success, thankfully. Um, and we've had uh, Blood Brothers, the play at college. Uh, we have the National, National Theatre Connections Programme of Hunt, um, which is in about a week's time. Um, we then have, uh, yeah, once the musical at the end of uh, the summer, uh, Moana Junior. So yeah, it's been it's been a bit full on. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, well, here's to a great year. And um, Thank you. you just leaked out Young Frankenstein um, briefly. Are, are, you're going to be in that, aren't you? Well, uh, I mean, we will find out. We will find out. Um, I'm not directing that one. I do potentially want to get back on stage so it might be it might be that show we will see auditions are not until i think it's april or june or something i'll have to check but um yeah potentially potentially we've got a lot before that we've got uh, obviously the noda awards across uh, which i'm very looking forward to and um you know there's there's a lot before then so that's i'm, I'm trying to keep my eye on the current for the moment okay so busy <laughs> uh, tomorrow we're really going to focus on hunchback if we may, um, because I've got so much to ask you about. But let's have today's piece of music. Uh, well, this is, uh, again, uh, quite an old school one, but I absolutely love it. It's Simon and Garfunkel, and it's The Boxer. I am just a poor boy, though my story is seldom told. I have squandered my resistance for a pocket full of mumbles, such are promises. All lies and chess, still the man hears what he wants to hear and disregards the rest. When I left my home and my family, I was no more than a boy in the company of strangers in the quiet of the railway station. Let him scare. Seeking out the poor quarters where the ragged people go Looking for the places only they would know la 
those wages I've come looking for a job but I get no offers just to come on from the woods on 7th Avenue I do declare there were times when I was so lonesome I took some comfort This week on My Tunes, I started off by quite rightly thanking David Dawson for directing what I believe is one of the finest musicals I've ever seen, 
at the Gaiety. And David, it was. Um, and not just me, loads of people said it. I think it was the power. It was the amazing staging. And let's not deny it, the direction. But what I'd like to explore a little bit today is just how long it takes to get something like that from a piece of paper in your hand to opening night, because people might not be aware of just how long it takes. No, well, um, in all honesty, for, for, for this one, for The Hunchback, it was over a year um, of, of my life. Um, and it, it, it had to kind of, it had to be, because at the time there, were, there was no sets, there was no scenery, there was no costumes. Um, it had only ever been done in America. Um, and... It, it needed. We, we were at the time when we were still trying to put Shrek the musical on, and we were we were obviously hitting problem after problem with the the lockdowns, the last couple of lockdowns, which pushed the show and pushed the show. Um, but that actually therefore meant you know the time I would be working on on that was was I was kind of juggling both shows. So we were kind of putting the Shrek on stage, and at the same time I was I was sat there designing scenery designing what I think I needed because I, I had to kind of start then because I needed to kind of know when it came to blocking would it work who how many people I'd need um and things like that so obviously it's it's all has to be done in your, your free time as well because we're you know we're all it is the amateur society and uh, that is basically in the sense that we are all working we are all doing our, our day jobs on nine to fives and it, it is evenings and weekends when we can kind of get that together and it does take time you know um but it's i've had such a wonderful team and that's the best thing you've got to put good people around you um people who want to work with you people who who share your vision i think uh, a little bit uh, not to sound too artsy but um it is it it, it took a long time a long time but it, it paid off <laughs> and in terms of the the amount of people involved it was absolutely amazing yeah, I mean it's well over a hundred. We we think it was about a hundred and twenty in the end, actually, um, which is a huge, a huge contribution, cast and crew. Um, but I think that just shows, you know, the Douglas Cole reunion has now been around for over a hundred twenty six years, which in itself is astonishing and, and is amazing. And for for me to be a, a very very small part of that is is a privilege. And um, you know, a lot of people don't understand. I think a lot of people think amateur dramatics and they think, oh, you know, you no know, artsy and yeah great and you know everybody's just there for a bit of an ego trip and things but actually it's the most collective and and warm kind of family um extended family you can get because you're 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 with people who you just would not mix with and it's it, i think it's different to sports you know um you can have a sports team and you can connect but you are mixing with you know advocates farmers firemen there's so many different people in different backgrounds and, and that's where the special kind of side of it is because everybody's on equal playing fields. You know, we've, we've had, I'm sure he won't mind me mentioning his name, but Mark Denton, who is a fantastic performer on stage, he was, uh, was there in the, in the, in the congregation, the chorus, but you know, he was a head of a, a major business and there's me kind of telling him what to do. And <laughs> it's a, it's a very much a big leveler, the arts and theater. It definitely is. It brings you kind of all, all together. Um, but yeah. <laughs> there was there were some moments, and uh, again, a lot of people I spoke to, we've never heard such a powerful chorus mixed with the orchestra, and because you had people who we know as soloists in essentially the chorus, it was so powerful. It it was. I mean, um, you know, Simon Fletcher, who who is probably one of the most well-known uh, male theatre leads on, on the island for for, for many years. Um, 
he he was yeah in the choir, uh, willing to give, and that's what it was. It was it was about that that the show was the biggest thing. It wasn't about egos, people. Um, it was about being there, and that sound that the choir made was stunning. But and the congregation as well. You know, we can't we can't take them down there. Everybody, there was no weak link on that stage, and that was special. You know, um, sometimes you can kind of think, oh well, you know. There, there might be the odd weak link, but no, we were strong, and that was that was something that I don't think I've seen men often. No, absolutely. Well, congratulations again, and thank you for this week. I'm sorry it's a bit socially distanced for reasons of COVID and all that, but uh, <laughs> I look forward to seeing you in person again soon. What's your final track, David? Um, a beautiful song. This is Tracy Chapman's Fast Car. David, thank you for joining us this week. Thank you. Your arms are nice, wrapped round my shoulder, and I, 
you got a fast car. I got a job that pays all our bills. Instead of drinking late at the bar, see more your friends than you do your kids. I'd always hope for better. Thought maybe together you and me find it. I got no plans, I ain't going nowhere. Take a fast car and keep on driving. You got a fast car. Is it fast enough so you can fly away? You gotta make a decision. Leave tonight or live and die this way. Wonderful track to finish up the week of my tunes with David Dawson, Tracy Chapman fast car and apologies again for some of the sound quality in that as i say i was off with covid although i wasn't too ill which is a saving grace so we did all that by zoom keep coming back to manxradio.com for more my tunes guests as they're appearing every single week <laughs>